Julie. Welcome to Hey Julie, a podcast, aka Hey Jeff. Hey Jeff. A podcast about Survivor, but mostly Big Brother. Some Big Brother stuff happening on the internet. I know week. you sent me a, a 15 minute clip that I forced my husband to watch in bed this morning. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. How's that like, married life I was going? like, look at this. Zach Rance and Kat Dunn doing an Instagram live. We have to watch it. <laughs> you're like, you're like in the Watchmen Rorschach is like, you're locked in here with me. <laughs> <laughs> totally. That's how the quarantine is going for totally. Mr. Gibson. Um, you guys, I just want to call this out because I'm sure you're noticing after five years of podcasting together. Has Brett, it been this long? Yeah, it's been, I think it's been five years. And hearing Brett sound clear as a bell, per, like absolutely pitch perfect, and me sounding like I'm slightly underwater, I finally sound good. I'm on a mic. And so this is the real Danny now that you're hearing coming through. And you know what? On um, Little Richard passed away hours ago. And the, the spirit of rock and roll lives on through your voice in high fidelity. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm just happy to finally be part of the conversation with the mic. All right. So we have a lot to talk about. We have an announcement at the end of the show. So much to get through. I mean, I, for one, was very surprised when this episode was two hours long. <laughs> I was aware of this because I saw the press release about a month ago. I was not. I thought I was strapping myself in for a regular one hour episode. And I I was like, wow, it's, you know, 45 minutes in, not a ton has happened. And I finally looked at the runtime and I thought, oh, my God. And how did your husband deal with that? Well, unfortunately, he's very in and out of Survivor. So mm. this was a solo venture for me to watch this one. He is, he is aware it's winners at war. He is aware of that. He knows who Rob is. And I asked because... Whenever, like, there's a female who everyone agrees is hot, I ask his opinion on them because I, the, you know, the, right. cor the correct answer is, yes, she's gorgeous, but not as gorgeous as you. Okay. So, so I Parvati, asked him about Parv. What he said. <laughs> he was like, oh, yeah, I can see she's, she's charming. She's got great social game. And I was Michelle. like, well, what about me? <laughs> Michelle <laughs> didn't have no comments, had no comments. Oh, uh, that's scary. <laughs> Yeah, it is. That's worse. That's why I'm like, that's why I try to put the people in front of him and say, all right, tell me. I don't want it to just dance in the back of someone's mind, you know? Who else is attractive? In Survivor? In life? Nick. Nick is, is attractive. Nick. He's weird. You can't tell if he's fat. You can't tell if he's thin. <laughs> he's got vampire teeth. He's hanging around behind you just being like, hey. <laughs> so He's so cute. His eyes are piercing blue. We'll get to Nick. Oh, first, okay, so let's let's just jump right in because the first things first, this was the theme of the episode, perhaps the theme of the season. Endure. Michelle doesn't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> no. <laughs> Endure and let go. Oh, yeah, baby. Denise would never get a tattoo. But she, if she does, that's what she's gonna get. Endure and let go. Yeah. Um, and uh She's enduring, and we're enduring the two-hour finale. <laughs> exactly. Two-hour finale, which, and, like, it's so funny. I'm looking finale. at my notes, and my notes are definitely, like, you can tell when I, when I realized that it was two hours long, I just gave up. But, um, but another thing, I didn't realize that Survivor is so full of, like, cops and firemen. Well, didn't they do, like, a Heroes versus... You know, other villains. people. <laughs> villains. No, but it was it was like again, we're not people who watch Survivor. We are now, baby. But wasn't it a heroes versus like first responders versus farmers or something so like that? Funny. That is incredible. I don't I mean, if that's true, that's great. Because you would think the natural thing to do is heroes versus villains. So you'd have a bunch of cops that. and then a bunch of ex-cons and just throw them on the island together and see what happens. That's an idea for you. I mean, free idea. Survivor. Mr. Moonvez. <laughs> Does he still work there? Hell no. I mean, I'm, I'm sure he still gets paid, but no, he's out. I, I want to talk about Michelle a bit. 
I can tell. You're like, you're like, <laughs> you're like, did she think Michelle's hot? You know who doesn't no, have hot? Michelle. To run, I wanted to run through who your husband thought was hot. You keep bringing her up. So let's talk about what Michelle. Is, what we does need. Tom think about Sophie? He didn't notice her. <laughs> mm, okay. Okay. So we have a lot of Michelle this week. Yes. It's a big week for Michelle. I have a question. Please. Like, who knows? You can you can hold on to this receipt for next week. Okay. Michelle's not going to win. <laughs> but is Michelle like sneakily the realest like person on Survivor? It's so hard to tell because I'm glad you bring up and want to talk about Michelle because she came up a lot. I have a lot of notes about her and like. Okay. But I, she, it's so hard for me to tell if she's good or not because a big note I had was like, I can't believe Michelle is still here because every time she comes up, I feel like she's in the wrong or she doesn't know what the hell is going on or she's working the wrong way. And yet every time she's safe, she wins a clutch immunity this week. Like her, it all works out for her. Oh yeah. Like I don't think Michelle and Nick are like, they're, they, they played everything wrong. Yeah. This week, kind of played it. I mean, I don't know who got. They played it wrong last week when Kim got voted out. Like they're gonna be. She's gonna be next if she doesn't win the next immunity thing. Right. Sorry, bye. Yeah. Unless it's like unless they do a revolving door with whoever came back. By the way, we're like building up. Someone's voted out, and they're still like. 20 minutes left in the episode yeah. and I'm like okay maybe we'll get another comp to end this episode and we'll right. see like Tyson going back again or you my guy or Amber I I want Amber to win so much talk about someone who's not done a fucking thing <laughs> on, on this um, so they I'm showed like, her holding hands with Rob and I was like who's that yeah <laughs> So they're like, all right. They're kind of showing everyone getting ready at the edge of extinction. They're having their last little bits of peanut butter. Mm. And I'm like, uh-oh. They're not going to show this competition. No. We're just going to watch. And we got a 10-minute recap. I can't believe it. A recap at the end of a full episode is a really bold, weird move. Okay. The, the month is December 2019. Hardly Arona in anyone's eye. Mm. You know, everyone's yes. living life to the fullest. You're seeing the rise of Skywalker with your hubby or your friends. Yes. And they get to the final battle between the Emperor guy and the girl who we all like and whose name we remember. Mm. And they're like, by the way, okay, so there's a little boy and he's pod racing on a <laughs> yeah. desert planet. And they do like 15 minutes of that. Yeah, it's well, so could weird. Could you imagine? Well, I felt the same way. I I was like, okay, wow, a lot happened in this episode and yet there's all this time. And it was just like all these... I felt like the editors were like, give us this. Like, we want to show what we can do. We're going to make this content really sing if you give us 10 minutes at the end of the penultimate episode. And it Woof. didn't because you know what? I was like, this is boring. I If there's nothing new here, I'm very comfortable turning this off. Yeah, I I stuck it out. I don't know why. Like... <laughs> were you hoping that there'd be a new song? Oh, they got <laughs> the fire is burning. It's coming for you. <laughs> oh, so good. <laughs> Where was I? Michelle, like, is Michelle good? I mean, she's not good at Survivor, but like, is she is she down to earth enough where she's like, maybe because she's kind of bumbling through it, doesn't quite understand what's going on, like... Do we like Michelle? Yes, I do like her. I like her because, as you just said, or and as I maybe I just said, she's she shows up, but I think to myself, how is she still there? But the fact that she is still there proves that she's doing something right, and I have to respect it. I like it. Like she's is she just sort of under the radar, and no one thinks she's a threat, so they're letting her fly. That still works. That still gets Kinda. her there. Kinda. I. I mean. 
some massive mis- miscalculations as you see some from Nick. I have probably my one of my favorite notes I've written to myself all season. Wait, first here. I just want to say yeah. we had a couple minute like a couple little Tonyisms before we get into like any strategy thing. Oh yeah. Which is I mean this brought me back to Dan and um what's her name? Is her name um, Remy in Big Brother when she was like they couldn't figure out time zones. So this conversation where he was I like, I can't remember people's names on last season of, I know, of I Big know. Brother. Like we will get to the Zach Rance cat. Was that her name? Cat? Yes. Cat. I, I cat forget Doug. her name. And she's like making and She's like, oh, yeah. When Christy and I'm like, who the fuck is Christy? And now we're like, <laughs> oh, yeah, Christy. She was like the villain of the whole season or whatever. But like, I can't remember anyone's names, especially from like the season of Big Brother. That's like. Yeah, I, I, but it brought me. This was a very funny moment, so long ago. But it was, it's Jeremy and Tony, and Jeremy is like, I mean, Tony's like, I work five days a week, but and so that's two weeks. Ten days is two weeks, and Jeremy's like, no, fourteen days is two weeks, and they just had like a funny little uh, chat, which. I just think in that moment, I was like, this is Tony's social game, and honestly, it's very charming. Yeah, I mean, it's why I called him a clown, like, <laughs> basically a week before he goes on this incredible run that likely will end. I would say he's the betting favorite to win this season. Oh, yeah, you know? for sure. He, well, he said his strategy, you work hard, I work smart. And you know what? Like, that happened through the episode where there was an opportunity to get out Ben twice mm-hmm. in this episode. Yeah. there And... All they had to do, all Nick and Michelle had to do to save, you know, to save Jeremy was maybe talk to Denise. You know, you can you can get the right votes there to make the move that you want. But Nick goes, oh, let me talk to Tony. I'm super tight with him. It's like, you're not fucking tight with anybody. Everyone thinks you're weird. Yeah. Like everyone's been to high school with that one guy (laughs) who's like not in your group or that one girl who's like not in your group. And they're like, hey, we guys going to lunch today. And you're like, oh, I I, I don't know. I think we're gonna. I think we're just gonna go home yeah. or whatever. And then he leaves, and they're like, "Okay, we're all going to Taco Bell, right?" <laughs> oh yeah. <sighs> sorry. But, sorry, but um, I thought that was a good strategy. And then I just wanted to call out. You call him a clown. You call him a jester. You know who agrees with you, Jeff? During the competition. Jeff, epic. Jeff was epic. This Jeff today. was really ribbing him. He said, "He Tony is going slowly as if he actually knows what he's doing. The Jeff contestant relationship. Julie, having been to a live mm, episode so of, uh, of Big Brother, mm-hmm. Julie keeps everybody at arm's distance. Sure. She probably keeps Mr. Moon. She probably hasn't spoken to Mr. Moonvest. I've probably made this comparison on this show. Hopefully. At the end of the first episode of Black Mirror, after the prime minister, you know, yeah, d- is not socially distant with the pig, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like it cuts to a year later, and and the, the he's cutting a ribbon at a at a new hospital or whatever, and then he gets home, and then the wife is like, "I don't even fucking want anything to do with you. You right. fucked a pig." That's how <laughs> Julie Chen Moonves is. She's like, you know what? In public, I'm actually going to appear to be standing with you more. <laughs> but in reality, you go to the you go to the East Wing. I'm going to the West Wing. Yeah, when named, we get home, named after my favorite show, the, the West Wing drops. <laughs> <laughs> but but Jeff, on the other hand, Jeff, what a star! He feels very comfortable to mock the contestants through their face. Faye says he does. He seems very friendly with all of them. I mean, they've now worked several seasons together, all of them. So they really this are Ty- work friends. This is Tyson's job. Yes. This is what daddy does. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine like Jeff is your colleague? Oh, yeah. I mean, Do you I'm think- sure there's like a fold out table full of donuts, like just on the other side of the bushes. Jeff is like the type to organize the happy hour, no. show up to the happy hour for one drink and bolt, yes. or yes. totally ditch the happy hour completely, not come. A mix of the second two. He'll go to a couple. <laughs> He'll go to one or two. It's like, oh, Jeff is here. 
Yeah, and he's yeah. got like a brand new babe. <laughs> yes. He's got a brand new woman no, no, no. every time. No, it's not a brand new babe. It's twin babes, one on each arm. Uh, <laughs> he's got, yeah, he's got, he's like Michael Bay. He shows up with a different prostitute to every premiere. <laughs> and so, yeah, he does that and he's there for an hour and he's like on his phone the entire time. And, and every like, so often he'll look up from his phone because someone will dare go up to him and be like, oh, hey, Jeff, great times this season. And he'll be like, he'll make very intense eye contact. He won't look at his phone. He'll look at you and he'll go, hey, Brett. Yeah, that was great. Hey, thanks for everything. And then it's like very clear that that's all you're going to get. So now you leave and I go back to my phone. But it's like, I gave you what you wanted. I looked you in the eye and I acknowledged your presence. Now leave me alone. What if it's like a Tom Cruise-esque thing where it's like you hear these stories about Tom Cruise and it's like, yeah, he looked into my eyes and I could tell that he really like did want to know how my mother is doing. <laughs> yeah. I don't think Je I don't think Jeff's like even from how he treats the people, the contestants who he does know at this point. I don't think that's his oh, game. Yeah. I think he's much more upfront about being like, listen, this is a job. It's fun. I'm going to roll with it and enjoy it. But then I don't the need first, to. The first private plane back to Los Angeles. I yes. am on. Yeah, I'm not exactly. even flying Fiji Airways like like Jeremy's family. Yeah. Peace out. See you at the reunion. Um. But so, yeah, that's fun. Nick won the first immunity challenge. Nick gets every all season. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, it's like, OK, it's a three part thing. We got to swim through a thing and then you got to jump over a thing. You got to pull a thing through a thing. And then we got a puzzle. And every team's like, oh, we got to put, put Nick on that puzzle. <laughs> yeah. Nick won a season full. He won the puzzle season. He won heroes versus puzzles. <laughs> And Nick got his ass handed to him by puzzles all year long. Yeah. Nick was almost voted out multiple times because it was like, all right, we could vote out this threat or like, man, Nick really fucked us on this puzzle. We might as well just vote him out. And but that happened every like five times this year. But then every time they're like, but what if we get another puzzle? Nick's the only one who can do them. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I haven't seen Nick's season. Never heard of Nick. Never seen Nick until eight weeks ago or whatever. Yeah, doesn't strike of, me as a puzzle guy. I feel like Nick started that rumor, <laughs> like, <laughs> and everyone believed him. He's like Tobias Funke at the water cooler. It's like, oh, I hear a lot about that Nick. I hear he's got a, I hear he's got a five piece puzzle at home with a uh, couple dinosaurs on it. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> so. So Nick wins. It's good because he was looking like a target. Michelle cry was crying for some reason. And then Michelle heavy episode. Yes. And then the target shifted to Denise. Was this when Denise? Oh, no. Well, this was this was all weird. Like, OK, so this wasn't when Denise bought the rice, right? That was the second time. I think that was the second time. I mean, something a little more interesting that I just have to bring up. Yeah. Is that Ben said that he had trust issues with his wife after Survivor. Oh, yeah. I wrote, Survivor's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that was... That was that not was, a that was not a note that I expected to be played during a, a Survivor on CBS of him being like, no, I have serious psychological issues and it caused a lot of marital problems between me and my wife. Like, that is deep. I mean, I think that's pretty standard, right? Like... Oh, sure. I, I mean, I would think that more for Big Brother, but for Survivor? Well, I think we've heard the contestants on Big Brother say, certainly say that, like, yeah, especially like the returners are like, yeah, I, I've never, uh, I've been in therapy, like, very consistently for, I guess, you know, since I got out. I can't trust people. I can't be in, in like, enclosed spaces. I'm still just, yeah, for Big Brother, I get it. Even though I've said, listen, I wouldn't survive on Big Brother, on Survivor. The challenges look really hard. You have to be fit. You have to be able to be hungry. And I wouldn't do well. But I still see it as sort of like just a vacation because it's only three weeks Well, Tony's long. on vacation for two days. For two days out of every seven, <laughs> he is technically not on the show. Yeah. So I'm just, I, I that shocked me. But I, I mean, guess if you do that? it all the time. How is that at the end of the episode? We're jumping all over. We've been begging no. all season long for like 90 to two, 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 uh, 
90 to 100 minute episodes of Survivor because like 60 just doesn't feel like enough. And then finally, we get a two hour episode. We open the show with complaints. We can't remember anything that happened on it. And we're doing everything completely out of order. That's not true. This happened during the first (laughs) Tribal Council because I know it did because that's how I take notes. I know I'm going through this as well, but I'm jumping around now. Okay. I'm 50 percent of the show. All right. Remember at the end when they're like going, they're saying goodbye to the the edge and Amber and Rob, who's who are like fucking there will be blood. I've abandoned my boy. I've abandoned <laughs> my child. They're like holding hands. They're like, yeah, we've been living on this deserted island for 30 days. It's helped us reconnect. I, when I'm at home, I'm always at work. I'm always in the kitchen. I'm always doing this around the house. I'm always doing that around the house. It's kind of sad. It's just crazy. Like the Survivor for us is a TV show, but for these people, it's a way it's of life. Clock in, clock out. <laughs> yeah. I, everybody's working for the weekend, baby. <laughs> they really are. I yeah, it's crazy. Okay. So speaking of back to the first tribal council, Michelle plays the, <laughs> yes. with she plays the heads or tails, safe or not safe game. She decides to play for herself. Oh, she, okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay. What? No, no, that's it. No, I'm just like, this is, it's like, Ben would have been gone if you played it for Jeremy. How have you not noticed that everyone's voting for Jeremy for like five weeks in a row? Play it for Jeremy. I don't know, but I like, at this point, I respect her for just being like, I don't care. I'll play myself. I want to be safe. I understand that. I understand both sides of it, right? Yeah. Got to hear both out sides. Outwin, outlast, outplay. Mm. Endure, let go. Yes, endure and let, let go. Let it go. I don't know. <laughs> you're you're playing for one person, right? Yeah. But if you got rid of Ben, man, girl, you would have had a good case. And you would have Nick, Jeremy, and yourself, three people, you know, when you're down to the final six or however many people were left on it. It's like it was a pure numbers play. And you didn't you couldn't recognize that. I mean, that's why she's going to get voted off next unless yeah. she wins the next, you know, whatever. Yeah. Dumb, dumb, dumb. Probably not even the dumbest thing that happened on this episode. <laughs> well, so as you said, Jeremy gets voted out. I was going to say one thing. We're what? about to flip the coin. Yeah. We have great insight from Parv here. Cut <laughs> to Parv. She's the hottest. She's she's 40 and babe, she doesn't look a day over 21. <laughs> Cut to Parv. Parv. Ooh, I'm nervous. <laughs> Good job. You needed that. that. I, we needed that because you know what? That 10 minute montage at the end could have been four seconds longer. Yeah. I, you know, Parv, one of the most respected brains in Survivor, from what I can tell, we needed to hear her say, Ooh, I'm nervous. She's like, she's like the hot girl who's like very basic. And mm-hmm. like she just says stuff like, oh, wow, it's cloudy out. And everyone's and all the guys are you like, know whoa, whoa, I whoa, relate. Whoa, you- <laughs> <laughs> sure. yeah. 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 Um, so then we go to Fart Island where they get a clue. What about a classic? Before- Hold on. Oh, Hold OK. On. OK. Classic Jeff moment right yes. after. Yes. She flips the coin safe. Can I keep that, Jeff? No. <laughs> No, you may not. Yeah. Well, it was. it's worth asking. She said she had to try asking. I never know what I'm going to get with Jeff. Sometimes he seems like a benevolent god, and sometimes he is just, it's a no from him, dog. <laughs> remember when Jeff Probst hosted Rock and Roll Jeopardy? <laughs> Do you remember Roger Lodge, who hosted Blind Date? No. I don't even know what blind date is that. What was the one that Chris Hardwick hosted in the early nineties? Singled, Singled out. out. <laughs> there was that. I remember next the bust. Yes. The, the bust. <laughs> yes. <laughs> next. What was, what was your one? Roger Lodge. Blind date. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was hosted by a man named Roger Lodge who literally looks like you have to look him up. He looks like casting sent out a notice. We want a Jeff Probes type because it's looking, like a I'm copy looking. of a copy. Probably found him on a porn site. Yeah, on a porn set. Hey, Roger. Oh no, I literally just typed in Roger porn as I said that because <laughs> I can't. Um, 
Uh, Jer. He looks Lodge. just like Jeff. Wow, he's oh 16. my god, and he's like. <laughs> I was trying to say, I was trying to do a joke, and then I accidentally typed in porn. Uh, hey, should I change my name to, like, not my porn name? They're like, no, it's all good. Keep it, <laughs> keep it as Roger Lodge. So, just saying, it could have been, it could have been Roger. Anyway, I, we got way off topic. Fart Island, Natalie wins the, the coins. Or whatever the Roger hell. Lodge has been the host of Price is Right stage productions in Las Vegas and Atlantic City. He's, He's doing had a it up. storied Sorry. career. He's the Lodge, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, what the fuck are we talking about? What Did they go to Edge of Extinction here? I thought they just kind of went and started doing more episode. No, well, like, yeah, they went to Edge of Extinction because they had the little competition and Natalie won and everyone was like, yeah, Natalie deserves it. She's a friggin' beast. I don't even remember that. Yeah, that happened. And then we go back. Okay, then we go back to Real Island. I go just in a different room whenever the edge of <laughs> comes on. I go stand silently. They were setting Natalie up as like the the winning back because she's so strong and she's been on the island for so long. She's been there for the whole time. <laughs> I mean, honestly, the fact that she's been there literally surviving the entire time. I think she actually has a case. I think yes. probably no one else on on Edge of Extinction has a case. Maybe Nick, if he like literally has been there for 12 hours. Right. I think Natalie actually has the best case of anyone to win of totally. the Edge of Extinction people. So she gets she needs to eat her peanut butter and get ready for battle. But so then Nick, okay, back on Real Island. Nick finds this thing where he only has six fire tokens, so he can't. Af- it's like a disadvantage, and yeah, he can't it was like afford the thing it. From a, from a couple of weeks ago, the extortion. Yeah, but he can't afford it because he only has six tokens. So then he and Michelle work together. She's like, "Yeah, sure, I'll give them to you." And in this moment, I wrote, "Nick and Michelle would make a cute couple?" Question mark. No, he's too. He's not. He's not fiery enough for her. Mm. She needs a little bit more maybe in the not that she's like a brain surgeon. And I'm not calling her dumb or anything, but like Nick is just like, hey, man, I saw cloud today. It was pretty sweet. <laughs> You're hey, obsessed. guys. You're hey, obsessed guys, you see that cloud? With the contestants <laughs> clouds? seeing clouds. <laughs> oh, Give me a You're break. obsessed with the clouds. Cloud Whatever. freak. Um. Well, they work together. I'm going to tease our. I'm just going to say our announcement right now. Next week, changing the name of the pod. Hey, Cloud. <laughs> it's also a Final Fantasy podcast. Yeah, we're in the cloud. So we have a competition coming up here, and I want to get into a, a big question here. Yes. Jeff is like, "Yo, this is the end of fire tokens." Mm-hmm. We're fire tokens, Danielle. We're fire tokens. A flop. Yes. Oh, big time. <laughs> big time flop. Because none of them actually changed the game that much. This was definitely, I could see the Big Brother influence here where it's like. Oh, my God. The twist. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> the roadkill twist or whatever. Like <laughs> Team America. No, I'm just, I'm just, I just know in like a month or two when Big Brother hopefully <laughs> starts, knocks, knock on wood. It's like, guys, get ready to expect the unexpected. <laughs> I hope you brought your wallets. BB coin. You know how there's Bitcoin? There's BB coin. <laughs> I'm so excited. You're so right. You're so right. They're going to have like a really outdated joke. Like uh, Zingbot's going to make an outdated joke about Elon Musk and Grimes' baby. Like it's going to be incredible. <laughs> Why oh, does Big Brother do this? They always have like <laughs> tech. <laughs> they always pick. Like we're gonna be like technologically advanced <laughs> by showing the hackers. <laughs> we're gonna be technologically advanced. All right, you guys. There's a new twist. It's called BB Book. Have you heard of a website called Facebook? It's brand new. <laughs> Time to go shopping on BB Amazon. It sells books, <laughs> but maybe it'll sell other things someday. 
Um, you know what? Neither of us are really on our game today. <laughs> <laughs> that we can't even come up with good puns. I've talked about clouds nine times today. What? I don't know. <laughs> it's getting to us. We need to be because we're like we are still so out of our depth with Survivor. And like we're just grasping at straws. Like I keep trying to bring it back to Big Brother, but it's fine. We're almost through it and we're going to get there. So, so I just I, wanted to say. We were talking about fire coins. Yes, right? fire tokens. <sighs> Whatever. And they decide to use the disadvantage to fuck over Ben. I want to talk about fire tokens in general, though, right now. Because it's like. Okay. Everyone all year is like, I need to save them. I need to save them. I need to save them. Yeah. Apparently, there's been a menu going on this entire time where you could buy a bag of rice or other things. Right. I'm sure they introduced this in episode one, but no one's fucking bought any of that shit. Because the entire time, they're like, well, I got to save this for something important. I could have used a reminder. <laughs> and then, yeah, exactly. Just show, show us the menu. Yeah, I could have used just like a lower third graphic of like, here's what's for sale at the BB canteen if you've got enough fire tokens. It's weird that they call it the BB canteen, but I don't think they do. (laughs) So, my God, my brain. (laughs) The survivor canteen. So everyone's been saving their tokens all year. They've been giving them when they get voted out and stuff. And you figure at the end of it, there would be something where I kind of was thinking about this as the episode was going on. I'm like, man, is the, in the next episode, like the final immunity challenge, like you can trade in all your tokens for advantages there or disadvantages for other people. Is there going to be something at the end where whoever has the most fire tokens can like do a thing or it has some sort of play in the end game. And no, it kind of just goes out like a fart, like <laughs> at like anything it just else ends with like, OK, Nick got this last sort of thing from from the edge of extinction that he used as a disadvantage for Ben. And Denise bought a bag of rice and it's like, OK, the mo- your money it's is no so anticlimactic. If you're going to do it, blow it out. I just thought it was kind of like a lot of buildup for. Yeah, some interesting wrinkles, some interesting curveballs. It in really the was game, just it was just a, really. a way of forcing in an economy where there really shouldn't be one. <laughs> like it's Survivor. They shouldn't have the tokens. Yeah, it was it was a little hat on a hat. It was unnecessary. Yeah. I mean, too much too much of an affront to Rose Twitter. Mm. You know, the whole Oh yes. Well, Comrade com- Britney Comrades Spears. Don't- Comrades don't like it. Is Britney Spears a comrade? I think she is a comrade. Is she ride for AOC? She like put something up on her Instagram that was like redistribute wealth. (laughs) It was pretty funny. And she had a red rose in it. So who knows? I don't know. Britney Spears, welcome to the resistance. We stand Britney in this house. So we (laughs) we always did and we always will. So it doesn't really surprise me. I did not give a fuck about Britney Spears. Like she's sure she's doing her show in Vegas or whatever. But like now, number one, I'm going to text my friend who is like deep, deep. I'm actually shocked you say that, Brett, because even if you're not a fan of Britney, you are the biggest fan of Vegas. So I feel I like it. you. <laughs> so Brittany is so entrenched in the Vegas like cultural landscape that I would think just by association you would be a big Why fan. Why do you say that I'm the biggest fan of Vegas? Because you're the only person who every time I'm talking to you, you're like, oh, I'm going to Vegas this weekend with my buddies. <laughs> or like, yeah, I got, I don't know. In a couple, <laughs> that weekend I'm going to Vegas. Like you're always going to Vegas. The last two seasons of Big Brother... I have gone to Vegas in the middle of the season. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. That's once. I go like once a year. No, you go more than that. I did go twice last year. <laughs> but one time was for work. I didn't even gamble once. Yeah, but I'm just like, you live in LA. And so it's driving distance just to go to Las Vegas. Skip. Just a hop and a skip. Exactly. So that's all I'm saying. I know that like you LA people love Las Vegas and Brett specifically is you might as well be given the key to Las Vegas, how much you boost it up. So I'm just saying. After we're done taping, Danielle's going to secretly hop. She's going to be like Michael Jordan going to Atlantic City just to get get out of it. It does what not... Brett doesn't know is Danielle is at the Trump Taj Mahal in Atlantic oh, City God. every night. It doesn't even compare. 
<laughs> so just like real quick back to Survivor. <laughs> okay, they sorry. fuck Ben over. <laughs> he doesn't win, even though honestly it didn't give him that much of a disadvantage in the competition. He was still doing oh, well. He, yeah, I think he would have won if he didn't have it, have it though. Right. And then like, he was but Michelle in second won. place. Michelle, Michelle won. She cries. She There's dances. a big episode from Michelle. That's why we're talking about her so much. She really played into a lot. And I have to wonder if that's because the editors are setting her up for something big. And immediately after they go back home and Nick says my favorite thing. And I wrote this before knowing the ending of the episode. Nick says, I feel like I'm maybe in the best position I've ever been in this game. <laughs> Quote Nick hours before getting voted off. Iconic. Iconic. Like, <laughs> just, oh my God. What was with Denise and the rice? I mean, everyone saw through it on the jury. She was like, oh, you know, I, you know, I know it's going to be me. And, uh, you know, I, if I'm going to have to go to the edge of extinction and compete again or live there and they're not getting much food, I would like to have like a, I'd like to have some, I'd like to carb load. Yeah. And like, listen, I relate to that. Like, that's a relatable queen right there. But it just oh, yeah. was very transparent. And, like, I feel like Survivor is so full of moves like this. Like, what's her name? Not not Sophie. The other one, Blonde, when she was like, Nick, it's your birthday. You can have the meal. Like, just all these weird moves that oh, yeah. are so Sarah. obvious. Oh, yeah. Um, and then... To tie this into this episode, there are the moves that are so obvious and go completely over everyone's head, which set up episodes earlier. Tony likes to make a freaking spy nest. And finally, this episode, it pays off where he's in his tree. Yeah, it did. I mean, it did because, oh, my God, it's he's in his tree and he overhears them chatting. And it's like, you see, you see, we showed you he goes in the tree. And now, you know, that's how he gets his information. Yeah. So they go to the they go to the um, the water, the well. And Denise is like, hey, you guys want to do like a final three, whatever, something like that. And uh, Tony's in the tree. And we sort of get this misdirect that, oh, maybe they're going to vote out Denise instead. But that wasn't going to happen. Nick is dumb. Like Nick thought he was fine. Michelle thought they were fine. Like, I mean, Denise was sort of the floater vote, mm. but maybe not. Like, maybe I'm just not. Maybe I don't have a great idea of Denise's position. I thought, you know, in the in the Jeremy vote, you know, I mean, obviously, if they just if she had played the token for Jeremy, Jer you know, and he flipped it and got the safe uh, outcome, then Ben would have been voted out. But uh, Maybe Denise's, I don't know. I just thought, like, go stop going to Tony. Stop going to, like, oh, we need a vote. We need an extra vote. Let's go to Tony. Tony's obviously pulling the fucking strings. When everyone's right. like, oh, let's go to Tony, maybe vote that guy out. Yeah. But, I, and I, yet. I don't know. What do you think? Denise, I guess, just seems pretty embedded with that group of Ben and Tony and Sarah. Like, do you think that her vote could have been got to change the tides in any way or maybe i i just don't understand what she's doing i don't understand what she's doing either so i couldn't say they're they're so far along that i have to think that and they're all obviously pros they all have a very clear vision of what their path to success and their path to ultimate survivor is but denise's honestly none of them are none of their paths are very clear to me I, yeah, like the one thing Sarah, I will say is like that Sarah's going to get fucking second place. Enjoy your whatever. Yeah, like, Sarah's Sarah's doing so great because I never remember her name and I never remember she's on the beautiful, show. Beautiful, funny, intelligent yes, 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 yes. Sarah. No, I liked that. That was fun. Fashion <laughs> show girl. Right, right, right. But here's one thing I will say, and it's that the lighting at Tribal Council is so flattering. Oh, Everyone oh. looks tan, healthy, well-rested. Eyes are sparkling. Cheeks are flushed. It's just like <laughs> get Julie Chen should get the number of the lighting designer on Survivor because they look, they look great. Is that a shot at Julie? Well, I'm just saying the lighting. At, I mean, you were there at the live show. The lighting at the live shows can be a little harsh. It's um, <laughs> It's a very small stage. Smaller than you think. Uh. You know, I don't know. 
I kind of so, feel like CBS doesn't give a shit about Big Brother. And they're like, yeah, you can take these lights. They, they might take work. it for granted for sure. Yeah, these lights we used on a Three Stooges movie in uh, 1936. Yeah, Shemp we used these lights one. on V, the miniseries that we did in 2010. Under um, the dome. <laughs> Justice for Under the Dome. Um, so let's get to some <laughs> questions because I'm so proud of myself for actually asking for some um, before before we recorded. So this one's from Hey Bev Bev. Why has no one targeted Sarah and Tony yet? If they don't get broken up, they're going to be in the finals. Because they dumb. Yeah, they are going to the finals. So are they? Yeah, I guess those two really do work very closely together, huh? Yeah, pretty much. Like, Sarah, I mean, there was sort of this time when Michelle was like, man, you kind of got to take a shot at, show, at Tony if you want to win this. And, to, and Sarah immediately runs off and tells Tony. It's like, Michelle's not wrong, though. Like, what do you think is going to happen? And and I, I could be wrong, but Survivor cuts down to a final three, right? There's no final two. Or maybe right. I think you're correct. I'm sure everyone's pulling their hair out listening to this. I know. But I'm sorry. Guys. Um, so I think I mean Tony's probably gonna win, but there is I, I'm wondering if the Ben or Denise like I feel like Ben and Denise are gonna it's either gonna be Ben and Denise in the end with them, right? That's gonna be the final four, and we'll see who, you know, maybe someone takes a shot at Tony then. I don't know. I wonder if there's a case for Denise or Ben to split the Sarah Tony vote. I just can't see Sarah getting like any votes if she's sitting next to Tony. I know. Because she was Tony's like wing person the entire time. And she's just so low profile. Here's a yeah. All right. Um, from at Lemmer Nick, it feels to me like Natalie has gotten the redemption arc and is probably going to be the one to win her way back. Do you see a way she or whoever gets brought back won't get the Tyson treatment and be voted out the next week? Great question. And I'm glad someone like that's the thing. Everyone, whenever we go to Fart Island, everyone's like, Natalie's a beast. She's a beast. She deserves to be back there. So it's like, yeah, they are setting it up. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to guess it's her. Does she deserve it? Yeah, of course she does. It's going to be that make... woman, Danny. Not huh? Danny. Not, it's going to be that. Well, not you. You know, that other woman, oh, Danny, who's like skinny. emaciated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, it's going to be her. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I support my fellow Dannys. Yeah. And then um, from at Phil of Nine, first of all, Nick is a moron. He should have flipped the votes and taken out Ben. The fuck? Question. <laughs> Will Amber leave Rob for her new lover, the island? <laughs> also, can we talk about Denise's terrible acting? I give up. Poor me. Girl, bye. Yeah, it was really bad. <laughs> it, all of these attempts are so bad and so obvious. Like, it's embarrassing. It's very cringe. You know who didn't see through it, though? Nick. Nick and Michelle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like, wow. Denise wow. is over it. She made it this far, and now she's done. <laughs> Sucks that I'm going to get the $2 million and not her, because I'm in the best position. I've Oh, oh I'm, I've been voted out. Okay. <laughs> um, And then, you, will Amber leave Rob for her new lover, The Island? Wow. I mean, th it made them I stronger. I think her new didn't lover it? not having kids. That's her <laughs> new lover. From Vegetable Claire, thoughts on God friended me being canceled. Yes. But Bob Hart's Abishola being renewed. Yes. I'm watching CBS the other night. Lord knows what I'm watching. I have no idea. I mean, it wasn't Survivor, <clears throat> but I was watching something and it was like this. <laughs> The series finale of God Friended Me. And I'm like, whoa. I, we, I, I didn't know we didn't have this much time. I know. I didn't know we had, didn't have this much time together. Um, It's, you know, I love shows that I've never seen a second of the show. I love shows, though, that seemingly have a podcast take place within the world. Because so all the relatable. ads are like, he's like standing there. He's got a little mic here. And he's like. And that's when God friended me. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like it was the type of show where every week it would be like, hey, what's up, guys? The topic of this week is Atticus 112. <laughs> like it's like probably a, a Bible verse that has to do. Is that you know, a Bible verse? Atticus? I don't know. Is that Isn't a book? It? God, this uh, you guys, Yo. I went to Catholic school. Right, that's, <laughs> why I'm really, that's why I'm asking you. I really have I no idea. Hebrew Leviticus. School. Leviticus 112. I don't know. 
Exodus. Let my people go. Mm, yes. A2, A2 Brutus. Um, from at Digishow. That's Shakespeare. <laughs> what has Julie Chen been doing in quarantine? Pumping iron. <laughs> trick, trick shot videos. Let me tell you, Julie Chen, she rage ordered three Peloton bikes. Podcasting. One for every wing of the house. And when she's in the room, she's pumping out that Peloton. She is the original Peloton wife. She's just donating blood. Plasma. Plasma. I don't but know. That, I love thinking about that. That was a great question. Thank you all for giving us your questions and comments. And thank you for sending us a clip of one time on Survivor when the luxury prize was going to see the movie Jack and Jill in theaters. <laughs> Was it? Oh, it was. Did they go to a theater in Fiji or wherever they, the like, fuck they were? They, it looks like they built a little tiny theater for the team to go to. The tribe, sorry. And then and then they all afterwards had to be like, I loved Jack and Jill. The great thing about it's Jack great. and Jill. I'd see it again in theaters <laughs> on July 23rd. No, but one of them literally had to say, the thing is like, yeah, it was funny, but it also had a message. <laughs> that you should knock, that you should try to kill your giant deformed twin sister. I'm, I'm going to make I also forgot that Katie Holmes is in that movie. Is she? She plays Adam Sandler's wife. Oh, my God. I mean... <laughs> That's what Scientology does for you people. So every Jack time and- you think, oh, I'll go to the Scientology Center, it'll help my career. No. You'll be in Jack and Jill. I pulled up the the Rotten Tomatoes on Jack and Jill. Tomato meter. 3%. (laughs) But you know what? I understand the voice of the common man or woman. Yes. I know that you don't care about the liberal elite. (laughs) The elitist (laughs) Kenneth Turin of the LA Times. A.O. Scott. I know you don't care about the tomato meter. I care about the audience score. <laughs> what the real people got to say. 36%. Although, to be fair, Jack and Jill is where the famous, hilarious Al Pacino slash Dunkachino film clip is from. And that is genuinely a very funny I part. saw that clip. Like, yeah recently for the first time yeah and i was like what movie is this in that could be really funny like if a movie is irreverent enough to have something like this yes maybe i maybe i missed it or like was this like a deleted scene in tropic thunder or something like that check it out nope (laughs) nope (sighs) katie holmes man what a waste (laughs) what a waste no she's doing fine now she's doing well now she's she's i mean she's she's not with tom cruise she's doing she's doing great Tom Cruise is going to space to film a movie and Katie Tom Holmes Cruise. is doing just fine. Tom Cruise will be dead in 16 months. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I mean, right. Tom Cruise is getting to Steve Irwin levels of tempting fate here. That is true. That is true. He is like, he's living on borrowed time if he keeps doing these stunts. <laughs> yeah. Well, guys, yeah. thank you so much for your comments and questions. Thank you. Don't for- go away yet. We have an announcement. Yes. Okay. I don't know if you're getting there. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, you do it. Okay. So we've been doing this, as we've said, for five years, approximately. <laughs> and we are taking this podcast to the visual medium of the interwebs. What does that mean? We are going to live stream with our faces on our brand new YouTube channel. The our our, our big brother. What are we watching? Survivor. Survivor. Uh, Survivor <laughs> finale episode, and we will be live streaming coronavirus permitted through this summer of Big Brother. So, if you want to watch the first ever live streamed episode of Hey Julie, aka Hey Jeff, aka Winners at War. You can do that. You can follow us on Twitter. You can go to our YouTube channel. It's hey, Julie. Hey, Julie BB, whatever the hell it is. The same branding as everything else. Um, that will be, we're going to live stream it at 
8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on Friday. What day is that? This coming Friday. Friday the 15th. Friday the 15th. So, guys, we are so excited to do this. I'm so excited. I hope you guys join us on video. You'll be able to see, I think, our facial reactions really add a lot to this. But if you can't and you still just want to listen, those episodes will also still be available. So it's really win-win for everyone involved. Exactly. You know, we would love for you to join us. We're going to try and stick to a time during the summer when BB comes I mean, BB is going to be such a party. Obviously, Survivor is going to be great because it's Friday night. I'm, I don't know about you, Brett, but I'm personally going to have a little tipple. <laughs> and I think it's just going to be such a blast. And then Big Brother this summer is when the gloves are going to come off. And you, you guys can be in the chat. We'll see you in the chat. You can ask questions. You can make fun of my face. You can, <laughs> you can make like Danielle's husband and say, you know what? I don't care. I don't care about Charlize <laughs> Theron. Charlize Huron. Danielle, you're the most beautiful woman in my <laughs> Exactly. Life. That's what you have to write in the comments or you're blocked. Um, <laughs> we will talk. Uh, we're just going to have so much fun. And I just can't wait for this next phase in the Hey Julie evolution. Yes. So please follow us on Twitter at HeyJulieBB. We will be tweeting the fuck out of this all week please join us for our live stream i'm sure when it's over you can just watch it you know on your own time on a website called youtube.com and uh it, i'm so excited about this it's been months in the making uh coronavirus obviously <laughs> damper in the uh delivery schedule of some electronics we wish we could have done it sooner but um anything else daniel no, that's it. I mean, that's a pretty huge note to end on. I'm so excited. Thank you guys so much for listening. And we'll see you on Friday, hopefully. Bye, Jeff. Bye, Jeff. Bye, Jeff. Bye, Julie.